Tapes. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Hey, this is Hunter from the On the Hunt podcast, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast. Hi, this is Jeff Joyner. You might know me as Coaster Dad or Logan's Dad from Coaster Kids. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast. Hey guys, it's Logan from Thrills United, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast. I accept the Coaster Challenge. 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 Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? What is the Coaster Challenge? A group of regular people that went from fearful to fearless, all from riding roller coasters. So please secure your hats and glasses. It's time to take the Coaster Challenge. Here are your hosts, David Cantu and Jenna Gazelle. How's it going, everybody? This is David Cantu with the Coaster Challenge Podcast. It is Friday, March 4th, and I just want hope that everybody has a happy Friday. Hope you guys are going to have a wonderful weekend this weekend. We've got a very exciting uh, episode coming up for you today, but uh, you know, it's actually March 4th. You know, I can't believe March is already here. We're actually at our final four of our episodes for season one. We've got uh, quite a lineup for you guys, so I hope you guys look forward to listening to our last final four episodes. We've got some very, very VIP guests on this month to kick off our season finale. And then don't forget that season two is going to be starting up uh, this spring. Uh, We're going to be taking a little spring break in April, and then we will be back right away for season two. I hope you guys, we got a lot of special guests lined up for you guys for season two. Very exciting. I can't wait to share with all of you guys out there. But you know, it's actually been, February has been quite a interesting month, and it looks like we're going to have a pretty exciting coaster season hopefully you guys have your trips planned and you have your everything booked good to go it looks like there's going to be a lot of exciting new coasters opening this summer can't wait to hear people's reactions on it but in other parts of the news uh this recently uh here at the coaster challenge podcast we're you know we're like honorary producers of the coaster radio with mike and eb and uh my coaster radio has always been one of our with the whole team here at coaster challenge coaster radio has been one of our favorite podcast that we love to support we just recently heard that eb lost his son recently this week in a car accident and i just want to speak to eb and his family on behalf of the entire coaster challenge podcast team you all have our deepest condolences it is very i can only imagine what you guys are going through out there right now and i want you to know that here at the coaster challenge podcast along with everybody in the coaster community our hearts and prayers go out to all of you guys and you guys got so much love and support out there just keep in mind 
mind that you got a lot of people around you for support and we will always be there for you guys whenever you need us so i just want to do a shout out to you guys and just let you know that very heartbreaking of the news this week we hope that you guys can get through this all together we've just you know we got this is actually a very uh moment in time where we all really need to take a step back and just realize how much life is uh is, is uh it's what can I say, folks? It's uh, it's fragile. We just gotta, you know, not take life for granted, and we need to enjoy every day that we have with each other. Whoever you have in your life, you need to give, you know, hug your kids a little more often, hug your loved ones, hug your family members, give your friends a hug. One thing I've noticed lately that people are afraid to hug, and it has nothing to do with COVID. And I honestly believe, folks, that people need to start hugging again. This country was meant, you know, to give people a hug. It is very vital that people need a hug because it lets people know that they are loved and they are being taken seriously and that somebody cares. And the one thing about our mission on this podcast is we need to start caring again. We need to stop hating and we just need to be come together and unite together against hatred, against bullying, against just any verbal abuse. The way how people are being treated, that's what the mission of this podcast has been about. It's how Coaster Challenge has been even when it was a YouTube channel six years ago. From day one, it is always about helping people break their fears. And it is very vital because what we are seeing in the world today is very dangerous. There's a lot of fear out there. And COVID really exposed a lot of that. But now we've got a war going on in Ukraine with Russia. We've got a lot of crazy things going around the country. You know, politicians are just totally dividing and they're trying to divide this country. Don't want to get into the politics side because that's not what this podcast is all about. But the fact is all this is happening because of fear. And people have got to stop being afraid to of anything in general. It's like it's time to stop being afraid. There are people out there that love selling fear and it's time to end that. Because even during the pandemic and what I've went through, theme parks and roller coasters helped me break my fears to the point where COVID did not scare me. I had some challenges. I will tell you all, I think I think everybody in the world the past couple years, especially in 2020, had one heck of a challenge. I will say, yeah, I myself at the time was single and alone. And I felt very lonely in the lockdown. And I'll tell you guys, living in California, yes, I will say California did a good job screwing us up mentally because of the shutdown. But we understand why there was a shutdown because of how fast people were getting COVID and people were dying and there was no treatment for it. But California did went overboard on the shutdown, in my opinion, folks, and it's just my opinion. But you know what? The thing is, we're doing better. We're reopening. Parks are open. Masks are now being lifted here in California. Things are starting to get back to normal, but the challenges in the world are still going on, regardless if COVID's here or not. And we all need to unite in love and friendship, and we need to stop. We need to fight fear. We need to end it, and we need to do it now. We've got a very special episode for you guys today to kick off our last final four episodes of season one. We've got a very special guest with us. We've got Itai. Itai runs the YouTube channel Theme Park Headquarters and also on Instagram. Um, he is also, if you have not, if you know who Itai is, Itai also was part of Coaster Kids, Thrills United. Uh, he's good friends with Logan Joyner and he is on the podcast today with Iva. We've had a really good conversation with him. But first, we are going to do our lovely segment called the YouTube Highlight Clip of the Week. YouTube clip of the week. 
Alright, in this week's YouTube highlight clip of the week, since uh, Itai is our special guest here this week, we decided that we want to share with you because he runs a YouTube channel called Theme Park Headquarters. He's also an employee with Bush Gardens Tampa. He's one of the ride operators for Tigris. He was recently at in a special employee event for Iron Gwazi. Uh, basically, he he was one that got one of the first people that got to preview this coaster. What we're going to do this week is, since we have him on the podcast this week with Iva, that we're going to share with you his latest review on the best coaster in the world with a question mark, Iron Gwazi Review by Theme Park Headquarters with Itai. Take a listen. As most of you may know, Iron Gwazi is one of the most anticipated roller coasters opening up for the 2022 season, and at the time of this recording, the ride doesn't open up to the public for another month. As I said in my last video, I had the pleasure of being able to work at the park, and with that, Busch Gardens Tampa would host an event where employees that worked there obtained the opportunity to conquer Iron Gwazi for the first time. Luckily, I was able to attend this event, passport the thrills, and some pass holder preview events, and let me just say, I have a lot to discuss with you guys concerning this amazing attraction. So stay tuned, as I'll be able to share my thoughts on one of the most controversial and talked about roller coasters throughout these past few years. Before the addition of Iron Gwazi, another attraction would be in its place, which is the famous dueling GCI named Gwazi. Originally opening in 1999, this opened as Florida's only dueling wooden coaster and one of the longest wooden coasters in the state. At the time, Gwazi was praised by enthusiasts saying it's a fun ride that packed in some good moments of airtime. However, as years went by, the ride started showing its age. Once Busch Gardens Tampa was sold to the Blackstone Group who renamed themselves as SeaWorld Entertainment, they would make the decision in 2015 to finally close the old wooden attraction. With the closing of Gwazi, many rumors started circulating about what would be the next attraction for this area. RMC at the time was an up-and-coming player in the industry with rides such as Twisted Colossus at Six Flags Magic Mountain and Wicked Cyclone at Six Flags New England opening this year. Many people were rumoring that the manufacturer would come in and give Gwazi that same Iron Horse treatment that other Woodies were getting at the time, but keep in mind, this is when the Blackfish documentary was released which caused SeaWorld to be in a major financial struggle. So the ride was originally planned to open in 2018, however, RMC Gwazi would be pushed back to the spring of 2020. On March 1st, 2019, Busch Gardens Tampa would finally announce that RMC Gwazi was happening and that it would be the tallest hybrid coaster in North America and the steepest and fastest hybrid coaster in the world. This would blow everyone out of the water, including me, as when the park announced this, everyone went nuts saying how this would be the best coaster in the world and better than Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. Keep in mind, we didn't get any POVs or full renderings of the ride whatsoever at the time. So throughout 2019, the construction and hype progressed for Gwazi and in September of 2019, the park finally announced the attraction would be named Iron Gwazi and revealed much more information about the attraction than we had before. Enthusiasts including myself were following the progress of construction throughout 2019 and well into 2020 as the ride finished its track work and made its first full circuit test run. 
With that amazing progress came challenges for both Bush Gardens and the whole music industry, as the lovely COVID-19 pandemic would hardly hit the amusement parks around the world. This caused Bush Gardens Tampa to ultimately delay Iron Gwazi, and finally, after a two-year delay, the attraction is finally opening to guests on March 11th of 2022. However, as an employee at Busch Gardens, I got a lucky opportunity to experience the coaster before anyone else, and I have got to say, this ride really blew me out of the water. Now, before we get nitty gritty into the layout of Iron Gwazi, let's go over the stats of this attraction. Iron Gwazi is built and manufactured by the famous coaster manufacturer, Rocky Mountain Construction. The ride features a 206-foot lift hill, making it the tallest hyper coaster in North America. Iron Gwazi also features a drop of 91 degrees, making it the steepest hyper coaster in the world by 1 degree. The ride reaches speeds of up to 76 miles per hour, making it the fastest hyper coaster in the world. Features three inversions, including a zero G roll, cutback, and a zero G stall. The attraction also features a track length of 4,075 feet and even includes 12 spectacular ejector airtime moments. As you can see, this ride has some wonderful stats, and it's no wonder this ride is a marvel of engineering. Now, let's get into the first impressions when first walking up to this ride. First of all, I really gotta give Busch Gardens props for reusing an existing building that was meant for two dueling coasters because they seriously knocked it out of the park. When walking up to Iron Gwazi, the ride absolutely towers over the skyline of the major attractions at Busch Gardens, and the purple track really pops. The entrance to this ride is so beautiful, as you can tell the park really wanted the spot to be one of the most picturesque places to take photos with the ride's massive 206 foot lift hill, and the ride going over the station with its signature wave turn element. When entering the Iron Gwazi queue, it's using the existing queue house occupied by Gwazi, and they put some nice touches with new paint and new flooring. They also have some signs throughout the queue sharing some facts about the crocodile, which the ride is themed to, and also comparing the ride to the original Gwazi, which shows the park's nods to what once stood there. Approaching the station, you can tell where the original lion side of Gwazi was, as there is new flooring where the original track once was. Iron Gwazi uses the old tiger side of Gwazi, which again gives nods to the notable wooden attraction that once stood. If you also pay close enough attention, you can see some nods to the original lion and tiger theme in the paintings throughout the queue, which is so awesome. Before we get into the layout, the ride also features a sick soundtrack when the train dispatches from the station, which I really enjoy and really gets me amped every time I get a ride. Before you board the train, you will see that this ride features the new generation RMC steering axle trains that can be found on some of the manufacturer's newer coasters like Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point and Twisted Timbers at King's Dominion, which help provide a much smoother ride experience. With these trains, they can be uncomfy to sit in, but when I rode, I noticed that RMC definitely improved on their design a bit, as the lap bars of this ride don't staple you as hard as other typical RMCs. So, if you have a good amount of room on this ride, just get ready because the lap bars will not staple you during this ride, even though the ride's g-forces are crazy. Once you are loaded onto the beautiful green train, you dispatch out of the station and turn left, which sends you into a small dip into the 206-foot lift hill. If you are sitting in the back row, I'm not even gonna lie, you get a little taste of what truly this ride is gonna be like. You climb up the 206-foot lift hill, getting some fantastic views of the surrounding area. This lift hill is truly massive, and when on the ride, the lift hill feels steeper than it looks, as it climbs up at a 45-degree angle, which is absolutely insane. When reaching the apex, the ride slows down over the top, giving you a sensation of the ride stalling, and at this point, you have the last few moments to take in your view. Once the train disengages with the lift, riders experience a beyond vertical 91 degree drop. 
This is one of the best drops on a roller coaster, as this provides some amazing ejector airtime that feels like it lasts forever. If you're sitting in the back row, expect to get whipped over this drop and experience some sensational airtime. I feel this drop is a combination of both Fury 325 and Intimidator 305, which both have amazing drops. What's really cool about this drop is that it bottoms out so tight that you get a bunch of positives thrown at you for a couple of seconds. Each time I ride this ride, I have grayed out at the bottom of this drop which is absolutely insane. You then head up into your first major element of the ride which is your outer bank turnaround element. Similar to Steel Vengeance, this outer bank turnaround provides some amazing ejector airtime, especially sitting towards the front row, but in the back row, you just get whipped over this element. With all of your speed, you take a sharp left turn that gives some great hand choppers from the support to the drop and again some good positive g's that make you gray out the ride vehicle turns up again into one of the most discussed elements of this attraction the death roll or the park likes to call it the 540 degree roll and i must say this inversion lived up to the hype describing it as an understatement as you basically get airtime before heading into the inversion itself and once you start flipping you aren't back into your seat until you bottom out this is easily one of my favorite inversions that i've experienced over velocicoaster's widely acclaimed mosasaurus roll after this roll you bottom out and head into your second inversion the cutback element in my opinion this is one of the most underwhelming elements of the attraction as i really was expecting a lot more positive g-forces going to the inversion although the transition out of it is pretty sick as you get whipped to the left and again feel like the ride just really wants to eject you you then bottom out and transition into the signature wave turn element over the station. This is probably one of the best wave turns I've ever experienced on any roller coaster. The airtime from this element is really hard to describe, as you get ejected out of your seat at first, but then you're just sustained sideways out of your seat for a couple seconds before the ride transitions out of the element. It's absolutely insane. And right after that, you experience another amazing pop of ejector airtime heading to another wave turn, which again, provides really the same type of airtime as the first wave turn. Thereafter, you take a hard left turn into your final inversion, a zero-g stall element. I have got to say that this is one of the most underrated elements on Iron Gwazi, and probably one of the best stalls I have experienced. From the test runs, I thought the ride would just run right through it and not give any hang time. But no! This gives some nice sustained hang time, then it transitions out of the element with great whip, and you get ejected out of your seat once again. I hope you guys are seeing a common theme here. Thereafter, the ride hits its finale of airtime hills with its first upward sideways hill which provides some great ejector, and thereafter you turn up into a little trick track section. The first hill provides some great ejector, but the second one is even better. If you are sitting in the back of the train, get prepared to be ejected out of your seat, as really, it's one of the best sustained ejector airtime moments on the ride. You then hit a forceful right bank turn that sends you into one of the strongest possible ejector airtime on the ride. This hill really provides a great send-off as you feel like the ride really wants to brutally bruise your thighs and shins. Then you pass under the structure again with a left bank turn into the brakes, and the ride hits the final brake run with flawless speed. If you are hitting the brake run of a roller coaster with great speed, then you know this is one heck of a ride. You then pass through the maintenance shed. And again, Bush provided old Gwazi nods as they put both of the original front cars of the old Gwazi PTC trains when the ride first opened, which just look absolutely stunning. That then ends your ride on Iron Gwazi, the tallest hypercoaster in North America and the world's steepest and fastest hypercoaster in the world. Really, I am speechless about this ride. As of the recording of this video, I have gotten 35 rides in Iron Gwazi, and I plan on getting more. This roller coaster really provides everything in one package. Iron Gwazi provides amazing airtime, 
great moments of positive G's, flawless pacing, it is butter smooth, and has the perfect length. I know a lot of people think that this ride may be too short, but if it were any longer, I think this ride wouldn't be as re-rideable as it is already. Every time I ride this attraction, I just want to walk around and hop back on again because I can't get enough of this stellar layout. When I get off of this ride, I really cannot express the fact that this ride exists at Busch Gardens Tampa and that it's at my home park. If you all have been following the channel for a while now, you know that I've been hyping this ride up to be one of the best roller coasters in the world. And really, this ride really, really exceeded my expectations. With that being said, I know people are asking, is this your number one? Is it the best coaster in Florida? And is Iron Gwazi the best RMC? To answer all of your questions, yes. I never expected it, but this is my new number one. And yes, this ride is better than Jurassic World Velocicoaster at Universal Islands of Adventure and Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. I'm going to be completely honest. It really all comes down to preference on what you prefer a coaster should be. Personally, I like rides that really just try to take the life out of you, and Iron Gwazi does exactly that. I think Steel Vengeance and Velocicoaster are both fantastic rides, but Iron Gwazi just provides a ride experience like no other. If you have not planned out a visit to Busch Gardens Tampa, then now I highly recommend taking a trip down to the park as Iron Gwazi deserves all the hype it is receiving. As of the recording of this video, passholder previews have just started for the attraction, but the ride opens on March 11th, 2022, so if you aren't a pass holder, then try to wait until then. So after all the things I've said, I would for sure give Iron Gwazi a 10 out of 10. I would even go as far as to say to give this attraction a 20 out of 10. This ride is absolutely amazing. And really, you guys have to come out to Busch Gardens Tampa to experience it for yourselves. Now, if you've ridden Iron Gwazi at Busch Gardens Tampa, comment down below if you agree with the thoughts I have given in this review. So that just about wraps up the video. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, make sure to drop a like on the video. If you're new around here, hit that subscribe button as it greatly helps out the channel and hit that post notification bell to get notified whenever I upload a brand new video. Thank you for watching, and this is Itai, signing off. Thank you, Itai. That was a really awesome review of Iron Gwazi there. That was a really awesome YouTube highlight clip of the week. YouTube clip of the week. Alright, so Iva is standing by with our special guest. We have Itai on the podcast today who just gave us a wonderful review of Iron Gwazi. So take it away, Iva. Hey, Coaster Challenge listeners. This is Iva, one of the co-producers for the podcast. Our guest on today's episode gets to share his love of coasters with guests at his job working at Busch Gardens Tampa. Please welcome to the Coaster Challenge podcast, Itai. Hi, guys. I'm Hi, Itai. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your busy work schedule to join us today. Of course, of course. So how was work, by the way? It, it was good today. I, it was really cold. It's probably like one of the coldest days in Florida, for sure, um, that we've seen in a long time. But yeah, it was decent. You know, not the best day, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, any day at an amusement park is a great day the way I see it. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. So Itai, for our listeners who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I have a channel called Theme Park HQ. It used to be called Itai Coaster Fanatic. Um, it has over, well over 2,000 subscribers. I also was featured in Coaster Kids videos back then. Also Thursday United videos. If you guys see me um, in Thursday United videos recently, I've been in those. Um, and you guys probably know Hunter and uh, Logan, of course. So I, I'm like really good friends with them as well. Yeah, I've just been really involved with the community and I've really just grown on Instagram and YouTube. So 
really proud to be a part of it. That's awesome that you've connected, stayed connected with Logan and Hunter all these years. And as you know, we just had Thrills United Month on the Coaster Challenge podcast and, and Hunter and Logan were, were both one of our guests during that time. I saw. It was great. I, I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. So thank you again for taking time with us today, Itai. And if you're ready, I'm going to be ready to launch some questions at you today. Just like working at Tigris, I'm going to launch at you. <laughs> of course. All right. So Itai, how long have you been riding roller coasters? I actually started riding roller coasters when I was when I was 10 years old or when I was at least four years old. My first coaster ever was Scorpion at Busch Gardens Tampa. I was really scared of roller coasters. I didn't really like them too much. I When she don't open at Busch Gardens Tampa, I was brave enough to be able to do it. And I've been I did it for two to three years in a row when I went to Busch Gardens Tampa. That's the only ride I rode. Never rode any other ride at the park. My one of my friends over the summer encouraged me to start riding bigger coasters. She took me on Montu. From then on, I started riding roller coasters. That was when I marked myself as a coaster enthusiast around February or 2017 when I met Logan for the first time. That's when it kind of just initially sparked my interest of starting a YouTube channel and kind of getting more involved into the community. And that's when I started uh, Etai Coaster Fanatic, as known as Theme Park HQ now. I've been on the coast community or been on this scene for about four to five years at the coast community. And I'm really proud to be a part of it for sure. Yes. I loved the uh, scorpion when I got a chance to uh, go to Bush gardens for the, my first time back in October. And that was my first time obviously meeting you. And yeah. I will say, I was very upset that Cheetah hunt was down for painting when we yeah. went, that was the one coaster I was so looking forward to riding, of course. And then iron Gwazi, which, you know, has a delayed opening, but now we have an opening day for it. Mm-hmm. Really excited for that ride. Yeah. I think a lot of people are interested to see how it's going to compare to steel vengeance. Cause obviously, you know, they're both really large RMCs and, you know, this was a record breaker compared to steel vengeance. Of course. Yeah. I think personally, I'm not going to set so many high expectations for this ride because I don't want to be disappointed when I get off, but from the, what I've heard from the people that I've ridden it, they said it was a fantastic ride and it's something that you would probably never get to experience in Florida. And I'm really excited to be able to have it in my home park for sure. Florida. I, I just think Florida is definitely a top state people have to visit for sure that next year and this year, like it, for sure. Like, especially with all the different additions parks are getting, I'm really excited. Just Florida is outstanding for sure now. Yeah. And let's not forget Disney also has, you know, Guardians Cosmic Rewind coming too. I know that um, in Tron, who knows when Tron's going to open up, but Tron looks amazing too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Tron, Tron, I think I hear apparently it's still delayed for the 20, like it's delayed for 2023 again. I, Disney is not really giving us any information on the ride, but I'm really excited for Guardians. I think Guardians me probably one of the best theme coasters in the world, probably even top 25 worthy for sure. I don't know. Velocicoaster was pretty good on theming if I don't, you know, if, in my opinion. I could, I could agree with you on that. It's a good ride. It's just, I, I personally think Velocicoaster is more towards they're trying to, they're trying to go for a thrill coaster, but I like the theme aspects and it really is something that sets itself apart from different attractions at different theme parks for sure. Now, have you had a chance to go into the Iron Gwazi area or the Q area to see about the theming there? So I have not been able to do that, unfortunately, but I've heard from people that it's definitely really nice. They re-renovated a lot of the stuff there because, you know, as you know, the old wooden coaster was there was Gwazi and it was not really in the greatest shape, but I've heard from some people that have written it already that it definitely looks way better than it used to. And it's definitely a lot more modern and it looks 
spectacular and I'm really excited. I can't unfortunately get photos because they're not allowing us to have phones during the ambassador ride event. Probably going to be only be able to see photos and videos when media day happens. Or when we go ourselves and experience yeah. it, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So with Scorpion being your first coaster, what is the one coaster that you've rode that has scared you the most? So what one roller coaster has ridden me that scared me the most is probably Top Throw Jacksters to your point, because um, I, I don't know if no one really knows this, but because coaster kids, when we all went for our weed trip in 2019, like it seemed like, you know, I've ridden the ride, but that was the first ever time I rode the ride because I visited back in 2017. And when I visited back in 2017, the ride was closed basically the whole time it was there. Like I never got a chance to ride it or anything. So when I went in 2019, the first thing we did, we got to see your point is go right to Toffler Dragster and me and Maddie I'm from coaster mad, as you know, formerly known as coaster mad. She and I were both really scared. Like we both were looking at each other. We were like, what are we getting ourselves into? Cause it's a crazy looking ride. Like when you go walk up to it, it's very, very intimidating. It's tall, it's fast, it's insane. And of course we got front row because you know, it's- You, got, you it's, gotta. You got to for your first you ride, of course. Like why? <laughs> but like we get on, get on the ride and when the, when the anticipation at the beginning of the ride is absolutely insane. I was, Logan was behind us and we were just, me and Maddie were literally freaking out on the launch. It was crazy. And once we went off and we ended the ride, it went so by so fast that we were both like, wow, that was insane. So that ride definitely is probably one of the scariest coasters I've been on. And that's probably one of the rides that actually scared me the most. Every time I try to go back to Sierra Point now, I try to get a ride on that because who wouldn't? And it's such a great ride. Yeah, that's 70 sec 17 seconds definitely packs a punch when once you're being launched and then all the way to the finish line pretty much but course, yeah top yeah. thrill it top thrill is just so unpredictable because of you know it breaking down all the time the high winds so it's you know with it being from my former home park of cedar point i understand that it's just you know it could be open one minute and close the next it, you know you just never know yeah but it's um you know i congratulate you for taking the initiative to conquer your fears definitely of that tall coaster and you know yeah. riding it that was your you said it was your first time you and maddie both got a chance to ride yes, it that, was, day. that was both our first times to ride in 2018 it was our first, both our first times and then i went back recently in 2021 with a christian from theme park horizon you should know him i probably a lot of people don't really know him but yeah um we all went me him michael and callie from cali coast enthusiasts and we all went yeah i wrote it again and i still love it so so when you were there in 2018 you and maddie you're in the queue line which i'm sure it was a nice long wait for that ride it usually yeah. is yeah we waited about 40 to 60 minutes. So it was that's a long it? Wait. That's nothing. I've seen Top Door get up to over three <laughs> hours for a wait. Yeah, I you mean, got, you got lucky. I did get lucky. I mean, because we went kind of like towards the end of the day. So kind of like wasn't as busy, but we still waited. We still got on and it was great. And then the day we went, it was like pretty gloomy. So not a lot of people went to the park. We were pretty lucky in, in that aspect that we got to not wait that long, but it was worth it in the end. All right. So you're in the queue line, then Ita, you and Maddie, I'm sure you're sweating bullets right now. How are you feeling before you got on to top thrill? I was just pumping over adrenaline from my, my adrenaline was just popping, pumping through my body. I, me and Maddie were just so scared. I don't know if I forgot if Logan and Billy wrote before us, I think they did but I'm not really too sure. I think we rode before them or they rode before us. But when we got on, we were both so scared. We were like holding hands. We were like, we're doing this. This is crazy. And we were 
yeah we were just sweating bullets like you said we were like we were just absolutely terrified yeah and then reality definitely kicks in when they start pulling you back for that launch and yeah you see the the christmas tree light up and then you're off that's <laughs> yeah, definitely was, when you're like i'm really doing this it's finally settling in it's such a surreal moment like once you launch off and it's like it feels no it doesn't even feel real like it feels the acceleration feels so fake but it's like so it's like oh my god it's actually happening so it's crazy the best thing is going over the top hat and then doing the spiral and then you're like and as soon as you cross that finish line you're like i can't believe i did that yeah exactly that's exactly how i felt it was so great loved it now have you rode the sister coaster king yet i have not gotten a chance to do that and i'm planning on trying to get to new jersey for sure but i'm waiting for El Toro to open because what's not a trip the great adventure about riding El Toro like come on yeah I'm hoping it opens up soon it's been down for quite a bit yeah I've, I've heard from people that go to the park pretty often that the ride should be opening soon and they're planning on opening it this year hopefully we'll see when the park opens for the season if it does open we'll just have to wait and see for sure now after you rode Top Thrill, how do you mm -hmm. feel Top Thrill impacted your life? Personally, I feel like that ride definitely just made me more like I can ride anything now. Like I can ride absolutely any ride in the world. Like I can ride Formula Rosa, at Abu Dhabi, uh, Ferrari World Abu Dhabi, any ride that's absolutely bonkers. You know, I could absolutely do any ride. The same thing goes to when I rode Montu first time. Like after I rode Montu, that same day, I rode Shikra and Falcon's Fury and Shikra in the front row. That goes to show that definitely like once I got into the bigger coasters, like Top of Draxer and Montu, it just opened my eyes of, you know, riding roller coasters and just really appreciating them for what they are. Now, with you working at Bush Gardens, Normally I ask you or our guests, what's their craziest moment on a coaster? But I have to ask, you probably have some stories from working at Bush yeah. Gardens with all the guests that you see throughout the year. Tell us about the craziest moment you've had at work. Craziest moment I've had with a guest. I mean, I was in panel. Well, I wasn't operating. I was just sitting there in panel. Sometimes they just, we just have to go in panel just to get stuff told to us. Uh, so I was in panel. The tree launched and you know, the like SeaWorld's policy of like the lockers and leaving your phones in the lockers and loose articles and stuff. Unfortunately, someone did not leave their phone in the locker. When someone's phone fell out on the ride, the person in the front row got hit with a phone. And basically when they came, when she came back, her mouth was bleeding. Like her teeth, like I think her teeth, like some of her teeth got knocked out and wow. literally had to call first aid. And it was a whole scene. That's something I need to tell all, all you guys that are listening to this podcast please do not bring your loose articles or phones onto a roller coaster because that can happen and that can ruin someone's life especially that girl like maybe she have to get like prosthetic teeth or fake teeth now because maybe she lost all her teeth in the front like it's it's crazy and when i saw that happen when i was like it was it happened so quickly like so when the train came back like we were all like what happened we were like oh my gosh that's insane like no one listens and this is what happens when no one listens i highly encourage everyone to listen to the safety procedures that parks that give you because that can happen and also if you want a good investment is to get zipper pocket shorts because those are amazing. I wear those to theme parks all the time. I cargo button shorts because those are amazing. You can put your phones and wallet in it and it, it, it holds it perfectly. Don't need a locker. Don't need to pay money. Save money and it, it works perfectly. But yeah, that's one of the stories. Another one is when I was test riding in the morning, a maintenance guy that him and I, we, we were like friends. I would, he, we were just betting. I was like, I bet you will not e-stop me on the ride while I'm the test ride. He's like, 
Oh, I bet I will. I was on the ride, test riding by myself on the train. The ride goes, tire, the ride starts. So you know how first launch, first launches, and then it just stops like on the launch track. And I was like, oh my gosh, did we just eat? Did he just e stop the ride? So then I, the train kind of rolls back a little bit and I'm stopped there for like a good like minute or two. And then the train, because when the train e-stops, it just stops in wherever it's at. And then the maintenance guy has to manually pull back into the station. So when he manually pulled me back in, I looked at him in the panel. I was like, you suck. Like, you just, you, like, I was so funny though. Like, I, was, I just betted him to do that and he did it. So that's one, that's some of the crazy stories that I have from work. It's definitely, working at a theme park is definitely probably one of the best times you're ever going to have in your life. And honestly, when I turn 18 or when I graduate from high school, I'm definitely planning on moving to Orlando and apply to Universal and SeaWorld, especially because I've worked for SeaWorld and or for the company. But Universal, I just heard a lot of good things about that park so i really want to go there but being a ride-up it's really fun there's a lot of great memories a lot of great co-workers you can meet and a lot of things you can just all relate to so it's awesome with you working at bush gardens itai what's your favorite coaster there my favorite not gonna say tigers <laughs> because <laughs> i know people are gonna think i'm gonna say tigers believe it or not it is kumba or actually it might be Montu. It's just, it's be in between those two for me. I try to visit a park as a guest. I mean, visiting the park, I mean, I'm going to be real. Visiting a park as a guest is kind of eh now because I work at the park. So it's like, I don't really get to appreciate as much, but I still enjoy it a lot. Like I still enjoy going to Bush Gardens. It's still a fun place to be at, but you know, I don't really get to enjoy it as much anymore. Cause like I always am there for work. So it's different, but yeah, no, I definitely enjoy, I don't know which one, like the Kuma, it's, it, it's just a, it depends on the day. Like Kumba can be better Montu. Montu or Kumba just depends on the day. Depends on which one's running better or which one I've ridden more that day. What's your least favorite coaster to ride at Busch Gardens? Mm, recently, it's been Sand Serpent because it's just, I don't typically, here's the thing with Wild Mouses, I typically would enjoy them. I mean, not really. I mean, I rode Rockstar Coaster recently at Fun Spot. Kissimmee no just no me me Hunter and Callie and Logan were just no we were just not there for it Sand Serpent I mean it's better than that but it's not compared to all the other coasters there they just need to get rid of that they, they need to get rid of it maybe put a girl slower I don't know do something but it's no <laughs> all right I'm going to switch it out of Bush Gardens for a little bit for you so that way you don't have to think about work <laughs> so what's your favorite coaster to ride that's not in Bush Gardens then favorite coaster to ride well my favorite coaster right now that I've ridden is Steel Vengeance of course it was actually Velocicoaster at one point and then I decided I was like oh I like Steel Vengeance better once I wrote it Steel Vengeance again I was like yeah Steel Vengeance is definitely my number one besides that because I don't really get to go to Cedar Point that much I really think Velocicoaster is one of my favorite coasters to ride like whenever I go to Universal I always have to get a ride on that always because that ride is just something else that ride is on a whole nother caliber of what a thrill coaster should be I don't know if you guys I don't know if you noticed this but a lot of theme parks are now taking initiative and theming because of Lost Coaster. Like, I don't know if we, I don't know if you, I think the community just hasn't noticed it yet. I have, I think Hunter has, because Hunter made a video about how Lost Coaster will affect the industry. It really has, because let's be real, like, Tumbili is going to have some good theme. I'm not even going to lie. Tumbili is going to have good theming. And then Dr. Diabolical is going to have good theming. Like, all these new coasters coming out are going to have great theming. Also, I don't even know why Iron Gwazi has good theming. Also, Icebreaker. I, I, I'm just going to go on and on. Like I, all the coasters are just being inspired by this amazing attraction Universal made. Absolutely amazing. Well, Itai, we want to take the opportunity to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and such great conversation between the three of us and uh, definitely of some good insights too. 
And it's a real honor to have you on here. And I think when your social media stuff and everything you've done, it's just been fantastic. And it's just, we've been great supporters of everything you do with your Thank you. arcade quarters. Uh, so the final question that we have for you here is, and I know this hits Ivan and my hearts, and I know it hits your heart as well. We know that our mission here on our podcast is we are here to help people be able to break their fears by getting on, challenging them to get on a roller coaster, to face it, face it once and for all, because Roller coasters have really done amazing things to people. We all know Logan's story from Coaster Kids, what it what it has done for him. It has done the same thing for me with my Tourette's. It has helped a lot. People I've met all over the country, I've heard how roller coasters and theme parks and amusement parks, how it has changed their lives for the better. It's made them better people. There's a lot of people out there that are living in fear. And I think, I think we can all agree the pandemic that happened in 2020 really showed how much fear there is in this country today. And that fear has, and that fear can turn into many different things. It can turn into hate. It can turn into bullying, discrimination. It tears people's hearts, tears families, tears friends. The pandemic really exposed a lot of stuff. And I remember Jeff Joyner and I talked about that when we last saw each other. And we thought Coaster Kids and Coaster Challenge, we were as organizations, we thought we were doing a good job. It looks like we have just begun to scratch the surface of trying to help people be able to break their fears. There's a lot of people out there that know who you are through the coaster community, but there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are not part of the coaster community that are probably looking for somebody out there to be able to, there's somebody out there that's looking for help, looking for advice. What advice could you give to somebody who's listening to this podcast right now on how they could be able to break their fears and how to face it head on? Personally, that, that, wow, that, that was a lot, but um, yeah, you're right. It really does hit hard thinking about how much coasters have impacted my life because they really did like I just I've never I wouldn't be the person I am today without them I wouldn't but something that would give it give advice to people that are, are scared of roller coasters is you only live once live your life out try to live it the best you can you roller coasters are the safest thing you can ever do you are more likely to get into a car accident than like on the way to a theme park than getting than getting on an accident a roller coaster and I just think personally that roller coasters are basically like just times of your lives. Like every time I ride a roller coaster, it just, I always have that memory ingrained in my brain. And that's why it's like all these memories I have my friends on these rides are just something like I can never forget. And if you're scared to ride a roller coaster, I just think personally, like it's the safest thing you can do from my experience in riding them. And like, I was per, I was at that point where I was really scared. And once I realized that anyone can do them, there's, there's like, there's no like limit on who can do them. Anyone can do them. And even like my friend's grandma who was seven years old did Montu. I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. Why am I not able to do it? I did it. And I broke my fear and it made me much, it made me feel like accomplished myself because I was able to break something that I've never been able to break in a long time. And it's just, you only live, and again, you only live once. You don't get to live out your life. Like, live out your life. Try to ride as many roller coasters as you can. Like, I know people have ridden a thousands of coasters, thousands. And it's just, it, including Logan. Logan's been like over hundreds of different roller coasters. And he's like, he's living the time of his life. He is literally like insane. 
I they they really do change they really did change my life like a lot. I mean, part of that was because I overcame them and also it was honestly it's kind of Logan. Logan honestly really did inspire me to overcome my fear of them and just ma- overcome my fear of making of socializing, making new people, making new friends and really it just I never really knew there was a community out there that really you can connect with people with this certain type of topic. And it really did impact me. It it really has impacted me for the long time, for the long run. Well said. Yes, definitely. Theme parks and roller coasters have brought many of us together. I mean, that's how we're all connected. You know, we met you with going to Busch Gardens for the first time. I met David at a media event for Kentucky Kingdom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and now we're all connected. Same thing with Logan, Jeff Joyner, you know, anytime, and I know David has said this in past episodes, anytime you go to a theme park, no matter where you're at across the country, you run into somebody, you know, or know somebody else. And that's that special connection that we all have. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Because it's just every time I go to a park, there's just someone that recognizes me and is like, oh my God, you're Etai. Or like someone just recognizes me and it's like, wow, that's like crazy because like I never knew I could. And there's there's people that sometimes message me sometimes are like, oh my gosh, like you have impact in my life. And there's like, there's some people that have messaged me before I said that. And I was, I was just astonished at the fact that I could impact someone's life. Like I impacting someone's life to overcome their fear of roller coasters or just do something they'd never done before and that's something that I'm really like kind of impressed by myself that I can do that and I I just a regular person I'm just a regular person living my life it's it's crazy it's it's awesome and I I really just encourage people to like conquer their fear because it's a really good thing and it really does pay off yeah definitely with you know I know Meeting you definitely made my day at Bush Gardens. And anytime anybody wants to come out to California to meet up, get a hold of me, get a hold of David, we would definitely like you, Etai, oh, start book, start booking your trip right now. We will start planning it. Oh, I'll let you guys know. I'm gonna come down to California soon. I'm gonna let you guys know when I go to parks because we need to all meet up. We need to go ride some rides together because I'm down. Oh, if you come to Knott's, I definitely will go visit Mrs. Knott's Chicken. <laughs> you got to try that. That's the famous chicken at the restaurant. And, uh, so, and, and, and also you got to get, get your hands on some boysenberry over at Knott's. Oh, I need to try that. Cause that stuff is to die for. I am hooked on uh, it. David knows to, that. I need to try that. I just, uh, not just looks so good, but yeah, I, I'm definitely going to hit you guys up when I go to California. Cause or I'm just gonna hit David up honestly, because I honestly really do like really would not mind meeting you and riding coasters because that's something that I love to do with everyone. It's an honor, and you know, you guys, you especially when you were with Coaster Kids and Thrills United and just everything you do to Etai, you and you do a great job at Bush Gardens. Like when Ivan and I finally saw you at Tigris, I I will tell you, I would see your Instagram stories because I I always look at all the fans and everybody. And I just loved how you and your friends would go, Tigress. And I was like, oh, that's so neat. <laughs> I loved how you guys had a theme song for Tigress yeah. <laughs> every time. And because uh, yeah. we have electric eel at SeaWorld. So I love the theme music to Tigress over there when it when the ride's in motion. And I was just like, wow, that's just so Yeah, awesome. honestly, I didn't know because this was started actually by my friend Hunter and or yeah, it was started by Hunter and I because we just had a joke where I was just like saying Tigris, like stuff like that. And I was just saying it like that. And then it just got big. It just, just got really big. Like all the whole community started. So yeah, me and Hunter started that trend. Um, and 
whenever I said hi Grizz, like on one of the stories, like everybody just started saying it and it was it just became big and that's something like I was like wow I really I really didn't know I would make a meme of Tigers and now everyone appreciates that ride like everyone loves the soundtrack and like it's because of that and also just everything about that ride like I don't know just Tigers is just so unique and I totally agree like it's just something special like once you go to that ride it's just something it just has such a special feeling to it yeah well like I said what that Mimi you guys did for Tigers? Yeah, I heard enthusiasts. <laughs> I heard it when I was at um, Hollywood Nights. No way. Hey, People were oh like, we, we would talk about Bush Gardens, and someone, someone out of the blue goes, "Oh yes, and I love Tigers." And I was like, "Okay, I know where he heard that one from." <laughs> I don't know how it got so big. Like, I don't. You should make it into a song beat, Etai. There, I you know. Go. It's a whole, it's a whole meme. Like, I don't know, like I can tell, I'm, I'm going to tell Hunter to do that because Hunter would do that because. Make it into your own ringtone. I, I should you do, do that. You do a ringtone, Itai. My, for I actually use the Tiger soundtrack. My ringtone is a Tiger soundtrack. <laughs> I made it personally that because I was like, that's the ride I work at. It's special to me. I have to make this my ringtone. I just had to. So I did that. Well, Itai, so. thank you so much. I really enjoyed having you on this podcast this has been a really awesome episode and i can't interview and i hope we're really entertaining our guests here but i this has just been a really fun fun interview and uh one last thing itai so for all those out there that uh don't know who you are but want to get to know you and see what you do how can they find you on social media uh i have an instagram page um, at theme park hq on instagram um underscore i think for hq underscore on instagram I also have a YouTube channel, Theme Park HQ, and then also have a TikTok, Theme Park HQ, where I post some TikToks, but I need to post them again. I just need to post in general, but I actually, I recently posted a video like four weeks ago, but I need to post again. I'm planning on posting more videos. It's just, I've been really busy with school and work, of course. Uh, I'm definitely trying to plan on posting a lot more this year, but yeah, I'm definitely reach me on there. If you guys want to DM me on Instagram for any reason or any question, I'm always here. And especially for the stuff that's been going on in the community, like all the bad stuff, like I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for everything. So, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, Etai. Yes, of course. Thank you, I'm e- so e- glad. Tigress. E- Tigress. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm so glad I got to come on. I had a really good time. Same here. Same here. Thank you so much, Itai. Thank you, Iva. Thank you, Itai. You know, guys, that was a really fantastic interview. And Itai, you're all a really amazing guy. And uh, we really want to thank you for coming on and helping us kick off our season finale. It's been a really, really awesome first season, guys. And I just want to thank all you listeners out there because it's all of you that have given us the motivation and the inspiration to keep on going. In fact, we've got a very exciting second season coming up this year, too. And I can't wait to uh, share with you all the special guests that we have some are going to really knock your guys' socks off with who we have on the show in our second season yep excellent episode we have a very exciting one next week to kick off our final three so justin how can they find us on social media if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and if you want to see more from us we upload every friday and check us out on facebook instagram twitter youtube all at coaster challenge links in the description thank you justin yes guys don't forget to hit the 
the subscribe button on all our social media feeds and make sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast network. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate if you guys can give us a thumbs up and give us a great review on our podcast. We really appreciate that. Uh, don't forget to check out the Coaster Challenge uh, merchandise store at CoasterChallengeUSA.com. Anything you buy on in our Coaster Challenge store, the proceeds go to charity every year. Uh, we Like I said, we have a very exciting episode next week. I just want to take the time to thank you guys. But until then, this is David Cantu, and we'll see you next week right here at Coaster Challenge. Yeah.